Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Belois Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at belwamedia.com. Welcome to Belois Radio. My name is Gina Stevens, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to talk about email marketing. Contrary to popular belief by many marketers, email is not dead. It is an effective strategy that is just as indispensable as social media marketing in reaching individuals in your target market. In fact, email marketing is rated as one of the very best ways to inform people about your products or services and to establish and maintain a relationship with your current customers or volunteers or donors. Deciding not to spend time developing an email marketing strategy will cause you to miss out on opportunities to offer newsletters, promotions, and product releases to clients and prospects, or to maintain a relationship with volunteers and current donors, and even um, obtain new donors for your nonprofit organization. These missed opportunities equate to the loss of revenue, donor dollars, as effective email marketing campaigns are known to result in highly targeted leads and ultimately new revenue. So how do you develop an effective and strategic email marketing campaign? The following tips will help you get started developing an email marketing strategy. So one, incorporate your email marketing into your social media strategy. So you're going to integrate your email marketing into your social media marketing strategy. What you're going to do is carefully time your Facebook updates or tweets about subscribing to your newsletters or blogs. Now we talked a little bit about um, in, a, in a, one of our podcasts, we talked about Facebook and coming up with the right times to post uh, updates on Facebook and on Twitter and various other social networks. What we're talking about here is the right time to actually ask people to subscribe to your newsletters and blogs. And when do you put that in your Facebook or in your, in your Facebook updates or when do you put that in your Twitter updates? Find some incentives to offer to individuals for doing this, such as a sneak peek at a new product or at a new service. So that's when you actually want to ask people to subscribe to subscribe to your email newsletter. So you want to kind of time um, the ask with something uh, unique. So maybe you're going to be launching a new website, and you say, hey, our new website's going to be launching in about you know three weeks. Join our newsletter, and we're going to send you a notice when our website launches. So you actually want to time that with a special event, with a promotion, or something like that so that you have a reason to ask people to join your newsletter. Make sure you tell your prospective opt-in subscribers what types of emails to expect from you once they subscribe and how often they should expect those emails. So once they subscribe, once you have gotten that email and they join you, that initial email you send to them, tell them how often they should expect an email from you and tell them what type of content you are going to be sending them in those emails. So kind of set their expectations immediately once they've decided to subscribe to your email newsletter. Number two, ensure that your content is relevant 
and useful to your niche market, to your target audience. So once you have some, you've gotten people to subscribe to your email newsletter, make sure that the information you're sending to them is actually relevant to them. Sending information just because you want to maintain the frequency of your newsletter isn't recommended. So if you're just sending out information just because you want to, you know, send out a newsletter once a week, but the information isn't really all that relevant or it's not, you know, it's not useful, it's not something that that you don't think they really want or or something that's not really going to entice them to open the email, but you're just doing it just to, you know, make sure you send something out, that's really not going to help you at all. Relevant content and subject lines result in higher open rates for your email campaign. So make sure that whatever you're sending them, you ask yourself, will they act is this relevant and will they actually want this? Or am I just throwing something together because I need to send an email out? I, I know that there are people who do that. Well, they just put something together because they want to get that newsletter out. But that's actually more damaging than useful. So number three, find ways to engage your subscribers, such as conducting surveys, asking questions, or linking to popular discussions that are actually happening on your social networks. So one of the ways I have seen some of the most successful email marketing campaigns go down, and they're actually integrated with social media, is that I will get an email newsletter and it will say, hey, there's some really great discussions um, going on right now on our Facebook page about A, B, C, and D. You don't want to miss these discussions. And they literally will get the permalink, and they'll link to those permalinks in their newsletter, or they will take the Twitter link, <clears throat> a link to the, the, the tweet, and they'll put it in their newsletter. So that way they're integrating their social media efforts with their email marketing. I've seen that happen. I've also seen people link to a social survey as well in their email newsletter. So social surveys, which we've talked about before in another podcast, social surveys are extremely short surveys. And they're meant for social media because people who are on social media, there's so much content to consume on social media. There's so much of it. And because there's so much content and you're competing with all that content and you, know, you want to capture as many eyes as possible on your survey, you keep it really short and you want it to be, you want it to take no more than 60 seconds for people to complete the survey. So a lot of times when, um, companies, organizations want to drive traffic to those social surveys, they will actually link to the social survey in their email newsletter and drive people from email to the Twitter link where they posted the survey or to the Facebook link where they posted the survey. So number four, develop a messaging system that gives you the opportunity to be seen and the ability to analyze information such as a bounce back rate, unsubscribe rate, open rate, undeliverable, complaints, and so forth. This data can give you the requisite information to change the package in which you deliver your email marketing message, making your brand much more appealing to the receiver. Now, this is easy to do if you actually use an email marketing software, an email marketing program like Constant Contact, Exact Target, or Mad Mimi. My favorite is Mad Mimi, M-A-D-M-I-M-I, Mad Mimi. Again, that's M-A-D-M-I-M-I. Mad Mimi is one of my favorites. If you're actually using 
an email marketing software or email marketing program that's in the cloud, which will be Constant Contact, Exact Target, or Mad Mimi, you will get all of the um, data that you need that will help you figure out things like um, bounce rates, unsubscribe rates, open rates, undeliverable complaints, and so forth. They're going to actually give you that data, and it, they need, they're going to keep up with that data as well because it's important to them to make sure that your list is good and your list is clean because they don't want their servers to get blocked. The more people who are putting in email addresses that aren't good and the more people who are getting spam complaints, then you run the risk of getting their servers blocked, which means all of their customers run the risk of not getting their emails delivered. So it's important to them to kind of monitor your, track your performance as well. So they're going to provide you with that information so that you can track that and see how well your email marketing campaign is performing. Number five, create a landing page. And remember mobile users. When you create your landing pages, design your pages with the mobile user in mind. So create a landing page and remember your mobile users. So when I say remember your mobile users, we need to be able to complete your forms on our mobile devices. Okay? There shouldn't be a ton of, of segments to fill out on your form. There shouldn't be a ton of blocks and a lot of things that we have to complete on your landing page because we are most likely filling out a form on our smartphones. Okay? So keep it in mind, keep that in mind when you create landing pages that we're we're likely getting to your website on a mobile phone. And if we scroll through and we look to see that your landing page one isn't mobile friendly, then we have to pinch the screen to open it up just to get to a block so we can fill it out. We're not going to do it. And if we check to see that it's a really long, even if it's mobile friendly but it's really long, we're not filling that out either. We're not going to complete your, um, your uh, page that's designed to grab our contact information. So make sure when you create a landing page um, in email that's designed to drive us, uh, when you create a link in your email that's designed to drive us to a landing page, um, and that landing page is designed to capture contact information, make sure that page is mobile friendly. Okay, so that is what I want to talk about with um, kind of getting you up and running with some information to keep in mind with your email marketing. Now, what I want to talk about in the second segment on email marketing is we're going to talk a little bit more about um, what, why you want to integrate email into your marketing strategy. So why is, it, is email still important? to social marketers. According to research performed by Exact Target, who I just got through talking about, approximately 95% of us check our email daily. 95% of us check our email daily, and 77% of us prefer to receive marketing and sales related messages via email. Those are the kind of statistics that make marketers stand at attention. So 95% of us check our email daily, and 77% of us prefer to receive marketing, marketing and sales related messages via email. Okay? Even though email has competition from social media. If you regularly receive an email from Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, this is a huge statement from the three largest social networks in the world. So even though email is competing with social media, you get emails from Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. So that says a, that says a lot 
about how effective email is because you still receive emails from Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And these are the three largest social networks out there. That statement is this. Email is still crucial. It is still crucial. I receive emails from Facebook all the time. If I haven't logged on to Facebook in a while, it'll say, hey, here's what you missed. Because Facebook knows email is still crucial. Why is email still important for social marketers? Maintaining an email database allows brands the opportunity to maintain consistent communication with their customers and prospects. If Facebook changed its terms of service and banned the use of email or even your wall for doing business, brands can still use email marketing to their database to deliver marketing messages and sell products or services. So I'll say that again. If Facebook changed its terms of service and banned the use of email, and what I mean is ban the use of being able to send messages on the Facebook platform to other people, okay, on the Facebook platform um, for business purposes. So if they ban the use of that, um, or Facebook decided to make it even harder to use. I mean, we all know that engagement on our business pages has gotten more and more difficult, okay? Brands can still use email marketing to their database to deliver marketing messages and sell their products or services. So you don't have to rely on social media to reach your customer database, okay? And with 95% of email users checking their inbox on a daily basis, marketers understand that their marketing message can still live and breathe in a space that's separate from their social networks. So your message can still be in this place that has nothing to do with the Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or an Instagram or anything like that, and you can still live and there's still a light at the end of the tunnel in case all of these social networks decide to say, hey, new rules. You know, if you're a business, you have to pay, period, to use our service if you're a business, okay? Um, so that's why it's still important. Email is still important to use. Why should marketers integrate social media activity and email marketing? So why should you integrate social media activity and your email marketing? For many marketers, social networks like Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn have become their home base for delivering their marketing messages. And personally, I think that's kind of a bad idea. Effective utilization of a brand's home base can help marketers grow their email database. Even though social media is regularly used for selling, it's often challenging to sell products and services in these, in these channels, which is why I think that making a Facebook or a Twitter or a LinkedIn your home base for delivering your marketing messages, I think it's a bad idea because social media can often be challenging to sell products and services. By pulling loyal social media fans into your database, Marketers can become more personable and use soft selling to push goods and services. So what you want to do is pull your most loyal fans and community members in your social media space into your email doc, uh, database because you never know when these social media websites are going to change the rules on you and all of a sudden you have to pay for every word that you post on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn. You never know when that's going to happen. Yes, I'm exaggerating. However, 
you never know when all of a sudden you're going to have to spend so much of your marketing dollars just to get the same um, benefits from Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter that you got six months ago. So as quickly as you can move, move your most loyal uh, fans and community members from social media and into your database so you have that information and you can still reach them in case something happens, the sooner the better. Remember, exact targets research shows that 77% of us prefer to receive marketing and sales-related messages via email. Grow your social media community first. And once you've earned your community's trust and you're ready to sell, move them over to your email database. How do marketers move your social community to your email database? Okay, so how do you do that? One, let your social media community members know how they can get on your list. Make it a habit to regularly post information about your list on your social networks. A simple tweet or Facebook update that says, if you like our latest blog post, sign up for our mailing list to make sure you don't miss any more goodies. Something like that, okay? Or you can tell your social media community what's in it for them. What's the benefit of signing up for our list? What do you provide that they can't get on your social network? Make, you need something that you kind of hold back on that you do not provide on your Facebook or your Twitter or your LinkedIn that they can only get if they sign up for your, your email list. Tell them that. Tell them that there are certain things they cannot get through your social media, um, through social media, through your social networks. They can only get it if they sign up for your email list. Experiment with video appeals. Record a quick video of yourself telling your community members what's so remarkable about your list. Tell them what's special about it. Tell them what that special thing they get through email that they can't get on Facebook. Make that you know face-to-face -face appeal. Do the video. Give them your face. Give them your voice. Give them your personality. So try video appeals. Mobilize your social media community. Ask your fans to tell their friends and their colleagues about your list. So those are a few tips to help you move the social media community to your email database. So how do marketers use their email list to mobilize people? Once you've got them on your email list, how do you actually mobilize people once you have them there? Okay, so you've got all these people. You've moved them from social media. You've built your social media community fan base. You've built it up. Now you've moved them to an email database. Okay, So you've built your social media community. Then you've moved them to an email database. Now that you have them in an email database, how do you mobilize people? How do you get them to do what you want them to do? One, place a call to action in your preheader. What is a preheader? The preheader is that space in your email that usually says, can't view this email, view it on the web. Right? Okay, sometimes <laughs> I see this all the time. I see in the preheader it says, um, change this preheader to a subject line, right? Because it tells me that someone forgot to actually go in there and change that part when they were putting their email together. How many times have you guys seen that? When you get an email and it says at the top, change this header or add some text here, and you can tell that someone forgot to change that. That's your preheader. Okay, so it will either say can't view this email, view it on the web, or it will say add some text here, you know, that kind of thing. That's your preheader. We also call it the second subject line. Email marketers call it the second subject line. So you have your subject line and then your preheader, that's the second subject line. 
place you can place a call to action in that preheader. This space can be used for things like if you like what's in this email, forward it to a friend. You can use it for things like that. You can also use this space to ask people to tweet a link to your latest email newsletter. Remember to pre-configure the text you want to want them to use in the tweet. What do I mean by pre-configured? So whatever text you want that tweet to be, actually use that text. So that all they have to do is either copy or paste it, or once they hit share, it auto-populates. So you actually want to come up with the text that you want them to tweet, and you're either going to put it in there yourself exactly as it is, well, you're going to type that text in there exactly as it is so they can either copy and paste, depending on what program they're using, copy and paste, or when they hit share, it's going to auto-populate. Okay? Then what you want to do is just ask. Always ask your readers to share your content with their friends and colleagues if they found the content useful or informative. So just ask, hey, if you like this content, if you thought it was useful, if you enjoyed watching this video, if you enjoyed reading our email, share it with a friend. Really, it's, it's really that easy. Just ask. The next one, um, the next tip for mobilizing people in your email list is to make announcements. Use your email to make big announcements about new products, new services, new team members, upcoming events, discounted goods or services, or limited time offers. So again, make big announcements about new products, new services, new team members, new volunteers, new board members, new upcoming events, discounted goods or services, or limited time offers. Remind readers to share this news with their friends and colleagues. So these are just some quick tips uh, to kind of help you get started with your email marketing campaign. And we are going to talk a lot more about email marketing. Um, I'm a big, big, big fan of email marketing. I am also a big fan of direct mail. I love direct mail. And even though I am a digital marketer and I have been doing online marketing for almost 20 years now, I am still a huge fan of direct mail, and my favorite form of direct mail are postcard mailings. And I will talk about that in a different podcast as well. Thanks again for joining me here on Delwa Radio. My name is Gina Stevens. Mm -hmm.